What factors shape how we define home in various contexts? People don't know how to define home, but that's okay because home means something different to everyone. My name is Joanna Ramirez. I'm a freshman criminology major, music minor, with a concentration in Oprah performance. And to me, I don't really have an opinion on home because I can't seem to define it. For me, home is really much of wherever my parents are, I feel like I'm at home because they make me feel safe. As a first generation, having my parents as immigrants, home has always been kind of iffy, whether or not it be here in the US or whether or not it be in Mexico somewhere. But to me, home is wherever my parents are and wherever I'm happy, that's where home is for me. My name is Malcolm Williams. I am a freshman chemistry major from Bethel, Connecticut, originally Mount Vernon, New York. And home for me would be where you make your best memories, whether that's with family, friends, um, or, even at, or even by yourself. It's just a place that you can think of and you get a lot of emotions from. You can be happy, sad, you just get a lot of flow of raw emotion from. I'm Lyric Fox from Pittsburgh, California. I'm a music business major. I am from California, like I said, and I don't think of home as one place. I think of home as many different places since I was born in Chicago. I have family there, I have family in California, but I think of home as the places where I make my memories, the places where I've grown up and changed as a person, and the places where I have made bonds with people that are going to mean something to me forever. Hi, I'm Jonah Lee from Pasadena, California, political science major, freshman. And home to me is basically where I grew up, and that was Pasadena, California. I've always been in Southern California. I've always had a family in Southern California. And home to me is basically where I grew up and where I have my friends and family, because without them, there wouldn't be a home for me. I feel like home is um, sharing the experiences you have with the ones you love the most. And home is just having a community around you that supports you. And uh, my second home would have to be uh, DC because I've been here uh, many summers. I've visited my grandma, she lives here. But home um, is basically where I grew up and where uh, the community comes around and supports you. And yeah. Hi, my name is Daniel Howard, a freshman undeclared major from Plainfield, New Jersey. And for me, home is less a physical place and more my memories and where I end up returning to when I'm alone. Um, home is... Home is ingrained in my memories because for me, uh, my family was always separated, so I didn't have a physical place where I could constantly call home. And as time went on, it kept changing. So it became more and more like the place that I imagined as a kid. So I think it's pretty safe to say that everybody has a different type of meaning behind what home is. For some people, home can be wherever grandma is, wherever mom is. Like, as I said before, for me, it's wherever my parents are. Sometimes when I think about, if you ask me what home is and I close my eyes and think about it, I only think about one place because I only 
I haven't moved around a lot. I've only stayed in one area of Hyattsville, Maryland. So it's hard for me to try and think about home in various different places. I don't, you know, I don't see how other people just don't have one place to call home. It's kind of difficult for me to understand how they jump around from place to place. And that's the opposite for me. Like, I was always kind of jealous of my friends who grew up, like, in their same home, like, from when they were little all the way to now, when they graduated from high school, and they always had their two parents in their homes with them. Like, I never really had that. Both my parents have always been separated for my whole life. So it was always me jumping around. Every summer, I would go to Chicago to see my dad and hang out with that side of the family. And then for the school year, I would be in California with my mom and my brother. So, and we would always move around a lot because she was a single mom. So I never really had one house to stay in. So I always had to create new memories in different environments and yeah. I think it's interesting how it's not only like where you spend most of your time, but uh, for people like my parents, because I'm a first generation American, um, home is back on an island that they haven't been to in years. Um, it was only recently when I was born that my parents actually started going back home. Uh, but they still had the idea that this is where home was, this is where they grew up, this is where their family was, this is where their memories are grounded. But even like having uh, spent a lot of their time growing up raising my brothers, uh, they spent, they still thought that was their home. Not only my parents, but their siblings and my grandparents too. They always referred to the islands where they were born as their home, despite the time. And it's the same thing for my parents as well. I think it's hard for them to have, like my parents came here when they were 17, 18, and it's definitely something that I think was tough for them to just leave their homes and come for a better life over here and try to make a sort of a new home for us over here. So I think home, like I said before, is definitely different for everybody, but it's you can also make a new home with new family if need be. Just like when Kasula had to make a new home for himself in Africa Town, and he related that back to his memories and his experiences back in his actual home. It's something that a lot of people have to do, something that people have to unwillingly do as Kasula did himself, or they have to sacrifice their true meaning of home in order to be somewhere better or worse in Kasula's case. And interestingly, despite the fact that a lot of people who were alive with Kasula back in Africa town ended up being dead because their village was ransacked and everybody was killed. Um, it's interesting how even though everything has changed, he still considers at home. Uh, recently, I was taking a intro to humanities class from a Russian perspective, and we got to see different results of emigration, like forced emigration, where people are forced to leave their countries unwillingly. Um, and a familiar concept that kept reoccurring in the course was that uh, despite their home constantly changing, they still retain the memory of their home when they were there and when they were kids. So you'll have like writers and stuff who will talk about old Russia, but they won't really acknowledge the new Russia that's currently happening. Um, and it also passes on to children. Like I know for, in my case, um, my parents passed on the idea 
of that home away from home to me. But it also happened in like a wider perspective, like when Russian immigration and when Russian immigrants came over to the U.S., uh, they would pass down their idea of home to their children, and in that way, you sort of get this continued idea of home that's no longer there, but it really relied on memories. I think there are a lot of factors that shape how we define home, because sometimes we can willingly choose where we'd like to be, but as Kasula's situation was, he didn't have the option to choose. It was by force, and he had to work with what he had. The same goes for the foster system here. Children can't choose who they go with. They are picked. So as far as factors that shape what their home is for them, it's just literally outside factors that they have no control over. And also with the factors going off of that, <coughs> that's where, like, creating memories, like good memories. You got to make your situation positive for yourself. You got to... Your situation, you got to make it work for yourself. You got to... And, yeah, like, not everyone is able to come from, quote-unquote, like, a good home. Some people don't really find out what their home is until they leave where they grew up. Like, when I came to Howard in D.C., like, I consider D.C. like one of my homes now. Even if I'm not attending Howard, like, in the future, when I graduate, I plan on living here. This is where I've created, like, a life for myself with the people that I've met here and the networking that I've done. So you can establish a home wherever you think that you need a home. Yeah, it's basically uh, dependent on your viewpoint, where you view home as. Um, there's a lot of people that have different homes, but I would say for the most part, the home where you grew up, you're always going relate to relate to that no matter where you live or like what time period you're in, what, what age you are. Well, in conclusion, I think that we can all agree that home cannot be confined to four walls or under a roof. Everybody has, you know, their different definition of it. I think home is really just wherever you feel safe, wherever you feel happy. And that's what home is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>